0: Hello and welcome to Dismaniacs Podcast. This week's cast is brought to you by Big Cat Disc Golf and Big Ass Thumbers. Now
1: let's
2: welcome your hosts, Tyler and Dave.
1: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dismaniacs Podcast. Thank you again to everyone that is listening and supporting over the last few weeks. Happy to be back. Um, this time, we're having myself, Davey Thunder, or you can just find me, Thunder Disc Golf, on YouTube. And we also have Tyler back at it once again. What's up, man?
0: What up, guys?
1: And then it's probably best if you introduce our
0: special guest there, Tyler. All right. We have uh, Colorado legend, JC Kester. Uh,
3: what's up, guys? Yeah, 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 thanks for
0: joining us, man.
3: Yeah, it's my pleasure. <laughs>
1: so, um, yeah, what's... uh? Oh, as y'all probably will already notice ime mean, is not here this time um, but we we carry on the show must go on so uh look forward to his voice coming in in a couple weeks during our next episode so uh yeah so Tyler how's how's everything been going you you prepping for that big tournament lately or what's been going on
0: uh had an event a couple weeks ago I think two weeks ago and I actually got a good story I started off. Maybe the worst start to a season ever. Uh, Hole one, (laughs) hole one had a nice thirty foot spit for my first putt of the year. Nice. And then hole two, I threw into a like a playground, and on the map it was like, yeah, this is OB, so I played it as OB. Played my round, shot okay. Found out that it was not OB, so I played the course incorrectly. Got a Uh, two stroke penalty for that and OB that I shouldn't have taken. (laughs) <laughs> no. Goodness. Yeah, so could have been chasing down Joe. Instead, he beats me by six. But I came back second round and shot uh 1045. Got myself back into the mix. Well, attaboy. that's a good rating. So, yeah, that was an exciting start. Uh <laughs> And then I was supposed to have a tournament, St. Paddy's Day, last weekend. And then we got, like, historic snowfall in Fort Collins. Got, like, two feet.
1: Oh, yeah, you guys are... You guys are like snowed in basically.
0: Yeah, I dug out two days ago, but we were snowed in for like three days. Jeez. It was solid. It was kind of fun, but it was kind of a bummer.
3: Yeah, I watched your videos. It looked like the baskets actually stick better with that much snow on them.
0: You know, they kinda of did. I was putting in the backyard.
1: <laughs> the one time you've practiced putt in the yeah, last Yeah, we've got to do it for the gram, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you got to keep that, that Latitude sponsorship rolling, huh?
0: Exactly,
1: exactly. It's all about <laughs> content, baby. That's social media star.
2: <laughs> so, awesome. yeah, that
0: was the last couple of weeks. And then uh, I got some smaller tournaments coming up and then DDO in a month. DDO. Yep. Which got stands for? Dynamic Discs Open. There you go. Just for those so, that, that aren't aware. Yep
1: but yeah man that's that's kind of where i'm at these days nice well now we know all it takes is a snowstorm to get you to practice putt
3: (laughs) it's true (laughs) ideal conditions really yeah it was perfect it was like 30 mile an hour winds too
1: oh geez (laughs) so i should probably know this but so the way that not to i hate to just keep you stuck in that terrible moment i'm sure but no no yeah let's do it the way that penalty worked so you got playing the course incorrect oh because you took the drop that's why you couldn't yeah i took
0: so i took the ob stroke and then and since you moved your lie yeah that
1: was the incorrect play
0: and i the only reason i found out is because joe who won who's hard to track down you can't make mistakes against that guy Uh, he played out of the playground properly. And that was the only reason I even found out. They're like, oh, Joe was in the playground too. And I was like, oh, (laughs) jeez. So I told the TD and he felt bad. It should have been in the course notes. And it was just kind of goofed up on both of our parts. But Wait, so you bagger-vanced yourself? Yeah, you got to do it. You don't want that on your conscience, you know? <laughs> Take the two strokes and move on. <laughs> Jeez. I know a lot of people that wouldn't go out of their way to,
1: to make that correction. Uh, yeah,
3: yeah. You have to. You
0: have to. Yeah, you got to. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to be known as that guy. Right.
1: right? <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, especially if you talk to people about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, had I never known, I obviously wouldn't have said anything, but... Well, sure, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, so that was... Well, that uh, that
0: was what do you think was spot.
3: the time limit for uh, when you turn yourself in for that?
0: You know, I don't know. I think I was kind of... <laughs> like, you find out, me. like,
3: after the tournament, like, maybe don't tell them? I, I don't yeah. know. That's,
0: that's yeah, tricky. I don't know. That <laughs> is tricky, actually.
3: <laughs> I guess it depends
1: how on top of it the TD is. If they turn in the PDGA sheet, right away or not
0: which they did actually i got my rating update um the day after the tournament so i'd have been scot-free had i just not found out for a day (laughs) that's what you get for
1: being social tyler way to go
3: should have just gone out that's a lesson to everybody listening (laughs) don't talk about anybody
1: (laughs) 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 oh man amazing yeah, no matter how frustrated you are and how much you wanna to complain to everybody about the terrible OB stroke you took.
0: <laughs> yep, just keep it shut. Yep, Could have been it worse. <laughs> yep.
1: It's a lesson in uh in pacifism, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh man. But you said you ended up
0: ten forty five? That's Yeah, so I, I ended up shooting like a nine ninety with that error and then ten forty five. I birdied seven of my last eight holes to tie for second. So nice, dude! I was actually pretty damn pleased with that.
1: Yeah, great start, man. Yeah, Good stuff. Um, didn't you? Was this the tournament that you that was filmed?
0: Uh, it was filmed, and I was supposed to be on top card, but then thanks to that little scoring error, I was on third card. Oh, so no film for me.
1: Oh so just the the final just, round was.
0: The first card was too but I wasn't uh, f- featured. Oh. Hmm. I think Jaime was though. Um who he played really well. I'll give him a shout out even though he's not here. Um let me see.
1: Nope. He can't he, have shout outs if he doesn't show dude, up. He didn't He, he shot like
0: 60 <laughs> points over his rating both rounds. Nice. Yeah. I was impressed. He got fourth. Big field, 45 players. Nice. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Well, good stuff. Congrats out there, Jaime. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah. How, um, how about you, uh, <laughs> JC? <Casey>. Yeah. <laughs> you can
2: tell I blanked.
3: Sorry. Well, <laughs> uh, I had a couple t- big tournaments early in the year. Played the first A tier of the year at Shelly Sharp Memorial. And uh, that was pretty fun. Um, drove really well and putted abysmally, which was kind of what happened in Vegas too. But um, (laughs) it feels like putting is the easiest thing to fix though. You know, the backhands are feeling good. Thumbers are feeling good. I'm healthy.
0: Um, So that's all good. Nice. (laughs) I I watched that coverage. There was, go check that out. There are some insane Thumbers thrown that round.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to check that out.
3: Yeah, they were feeling good. But uh, so the weekend that you were supposed to play the St. Paddy's tournament, we had, I had a tournament in Moab, and uh, we played, the, I don't know if you know anything about this course in Moab, but it's like half an hour out of Moab on this crazy off-road like trail, and uh, we got there Saturday to play the tournament, played the first round, second round got canceled for rain, and oh. uh, so uh, Lindsay and I uh, were wimps, my wife and I, and we went and got a hotel in Moab. And getting out of there was a nightmare. Like, we had this uh, crossing and (laughs) through this creek, and we saw this big old Toyota truck turning around to not go through it. It was like, we're not going back there and sleeping in that garage all night. So we (laughs) (laughs) ran through this thing, dude, and we made it. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I unfortunately had to do something I've never done before, which is drop out of a tournament in which I was in the lead. Why'd you drop out? Because it rained all night and that same crossing was worse, far worse. And oh. uh, like I can't risk trying to get through this thing. So, you know, went and got a breakfast burrito and headed home.
0: You literally oh, got cut off from the tournament. Yeah. Oh yeah. my
3: because everyone else camped there because they weren't wimps, you know, so Oh
0: my god, no way.
1: That's crazy. Yeah,
3: yeah super bummer. <laughs> oh but, that uh, sucks right lesson learned you know just get some good sleeping bags and tough it out <laughs> i
1: guess, <so. laughs> guess you gotta be oh, hardcore to, to win that one huh
2: yeah
3: yeah for sure <laughs> oh my
1: gosh do you do you yeah. know did they talk about like any plans of getting that situated or resolved before the next tournament or anything or was there any kind of
3: oh no i mean it was an unsanctioned event for one thing and then uh it's just kind of out in private property, and you just kind of have to accept that risk. You know, you might not be able to get there if you stay. <laughs>
1: okay, fair enough, <laughs>
0: dude. That sucks,
3: right? right. Oh, man, I had a I had quite the adventure yesterday too. Uh, I started running a tournament preparation league for in the Grand Valley Disc Golf Club, and uh, so I turned Palisade, which is already the hardest course in the valley, into like par fours, par fives, just insanely difficult, and uh, had people come out and try to do that. I ended up being the only one under par, so that was pretty fun.
2: Nice. (laughs)
3: But I had a couple accidents during the round. Uh, So I was setting up the flags before the round, you know, because I created a different tee box for one of the holes. And I kind of got distracted on my little electric scooter, went off the the sidewalk, and ended up not hitting the brakes in time. So this thing's just kind of running, and I started to run beside it and then hop on it. Now, I didn't wreck, you know, but I scuffed up my ankle pretty good, and, and my keys fell out of my pocket, which I didn't realize till I got back to the car, so I had to you know, go all the way back there, and then uh, this couple that were playing disc golf on the course saw me coming back to get it, and they're like, yeah, we saw that, man, nice save, but that looked like that still hurt pretty bad. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't my best moment.
0: <laughs> I, I take back Colorado's finest. You don't get to that anymore.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then I uh, twisted my knee on a jump putt during the round, so it was just overall a pretty damaging day. <laughs> nice, nice. That's the old body here. <laughs> <laughs> the body and the ego. Yes, yes, totally.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's that's pretty cool, man. I, um, Tyler's told me quite a few times the legend of your your overhand game so just you know to clarify how how far do you think you throw a thummer like what's kind of your your cap on throwing a thummer
3: i would say with like a regular like traditional thummer not like the one that takes the epic flight where it flips all the way around i uh-huh. would say about 500 jeez um, without wind but that's like a perfect throw um i'd yeah, say consistently enough. 450 easily
1: that's awesome what uh are you tied to a brand or anything like that or
3: uh yeah yeah i'm uh, sponsored by discraft so uh for the z flex machetes and uh, i just got these new ti flex nuke os's that are insanely overstable i've been loving that
0: so you wait I, I have to butt in your machete is the one that never turns right it just like, yeah it flies like a hyzer.
3: Yeah, it's really cool. Like, I can get it to pan 100 feet right to left. It really opens up the times when I can throw one and is amazing through the woods. I really need to play some woods tournaments to use that properly.
0: That's what you threw on that whole nine at Shelly Sharp, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. That is now, That the worked that nice, man. Seen, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then I walk in front of the camera and you can't even see the end of the flight. It was so beautiful.
0: You get to see where it ends up, where no, like right? you're playing with Barella, and he's like a
3: hundred feet behind you. That was pretty fun. Yeah. So, so we played a tournament at the end of December at Shelly Sharp, and it was called the Big Arm Challenge or whatever. And so they turned that into like this crazy long course. Not that it isn't long already. And uh, we had a final nine afterwards, and so I was like kind of tied for the last spot in it, and so. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to have some fun. Yeah. And so I busted out my 145-gram uh, Pro-D yes. Nuke SS. <laughs> I just threw that every drive and <laughs> with a thumber, and so it flips all the way around and glides. And I don't know if the wind was just right or something, but I was throwing them as far as Borella's rollers on these big holes. like They were going like 600 feet. It was insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, I would never do that in a tournament but it was like I'm tied for last place I'm not gonna catch these guys let's just have some fun you know for sure. <laughs> but yeah thinking about busting them out now though if they fly like that like that was kind of fun yeah there's, there's also no OB in this whole tournament so that kind of opened things up like I was, right. you know 200 feet left off the fairway but you know six <laughs> it down, doesn't matter
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all relative <laughs> that's for, that's sick man so How long into your disc golf career did you start throwing thumbers and when, like, was it always just like a throw that you had and just started out throwing it or how did it become such a staple in your game like that?
3: It's weird. I kind of, no one taught me how to throw it. I just, I, so I started disc golf throwing a sidearm thumber, which is just like a kind of a sidearm, but you grip your thumb on the disc, like an ultimate throw. Okay. And that was the only way I threw for like a year. Cool. And uh, yeah, that was it. Like, uh, but eventually <laughs> I was throwing it like 400 feet with like destroyers and stuff. So that was kind of cool, but it <laughs> destroyed my elbow. Like not, <laughs> not so, a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, but I just randomly picked up a disc with a bigger rim one day. And I was like, I wonder if I could throw this like a baseball. Cause I was a pitcher and uh, so it's going to seem natural. And yeah, it went really well and just kind of been perfecting it ever since.
1: Uh, Okay, fair enough. How I'm surprised nobody along the way told you like, "Hey, you're not supposed to throw it like that." (laughs)
3: Like, oh, there were there were plenty. There were plenty. (laughs) But but that kind of talk just kind of fuels me. Like, you know, if I'm playing around with somebody who notoriously doesn't like thumbers, I will thumber every hole just out of spite. (laughs)
1: Like this
2: that's is a amazing. clear forehand,
0: Heiser. I'm going thumber.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: that's awesome. That's I guess a testament testament to both your skill and determination, I suppose. So stubbornness,
3: all yeah. stubbornness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> has it has I it remember... ever
1: worn off the the effect of people's jaws dropping when you throw really far overhand, like?
3: You know a little bit like because if someone's seen me do it like 15 you know to 50 times they're like okay let's you know they just expect it but if I'm somewhere where people don't know me then yeah I, I make sure to turn around and look at them as soon as I throw my first shot
1: <laughs> just to see what's for fun is. like
3: I just turn around and grin and they're just like what was that <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome have you uh have you ever, like, given, like, Thummer lessons or something like that? Or has anybody approached you for that? Or is it pretty much just, like... I mean, yeah, for me, no. when I watch people do Thummer, it's like, I'll never do that. But <laughs> do you feel like well, there's technique kind of people of are missing out on?
3: Definitely. Um, I've actually... I have a video on YouTube, kind of a little Thummer tutorial thing. Um, and then I've done a few clinics. Uh, uh, one time is really funny. I was uh, Me and Joe Revere were giving a clinic at uh, Peak One. And um, I kind of throw an example, Thummer, and Joe looks back at everybody and he's like, you will never be able to do that. (laughs) That's true. And I'm like, man, come on, dude, you got to give him some hope. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's not like Ricky gives a forehand (laughs) tutorial and just like, don't worry, you'll never throw like me, but.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You can imagine what it'd be like if you did, though,
2: so.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man,
3: that's that's
1: really cool. So, you kind of start out with this interesting game type, and then how how did you get involved with Discraft?
3: Oh, this is actually a pretty good story. Uh, so 2016 Las Vegas Challenge, uh, I ended up hitting an ace on a 415 foot hole, and then uh what was then an albatross on the final hole of the end of a course. I took a two on a, it's a par four now, but it was a par five. And so that ended up getting on video and like, it was, you know, I was on like the, I don't know, second or third card. And then there's a hundred people watching on the sides and it was just, everyone exploded and I ran up there and got the disc out and that was amazing. And then, uh, next week I played with Nate Doss at the Memorial and, um, and I talked to him a bit, and he's like, "Well, oh, I saw you throwing the new OS a bunch. Like, are you interested on in getting on Discraft?" And I was like, "Absolutely."
2: <laughs> You're like, "Yes, Nate Doss, <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> world so, chief, he Nate Doss, of course." <laughs> right,
3: right. And so he writes, uh, like a, uh, what do you call it, a recommendation to Bob Julio or Bob, yeah, Bob Julio, the team manager of Discraft. And he immediately sends me an email, and he's like, "Hey, uh, Nate doesn't." Really recommend anybody you're on the team
0: <laughs> like, right.
3: and it was really cool because i got on you know before discraft was big like it was funny like our first team dinner was like uh, me and john perry and tim barham and, uh, and mike and bob and it was like you know six of us at top golf and then the next year Macbeth's on the team and yuli's on the team and there's like 40 of us at top golf i'm like wow this is a lot different this is awesome yeah Man, that's, that's crazy, crazy.
1: So, uh, sorry if I missed it, but what, what year was that? So how long have you been on, on the team for?
3: Uh, since 2016. So this is my oh, fifth okay.
1: year. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool, man. So are you, are you traveling? Are you touring? Or Are you doing mostly local stuff or combo or
3: kind of a combo? I'm going to definitely going to play worlds. Uh, I'm going to play the dynamic disopen with Tyler, which will be fun.
1: Nice, yeah, buddy.
3: And uh, but I I don't like to leave Colorado in the summer, honestly. Like I just want to play mountain golf all the time.
1: Yeah, I don't blame uh, you.
3: And it's just less travel costs, you know. Uh, go play sure. a tournament where I can stay with somebody for free, or you know, cam, and it works out a lot better.
1: Nice. Well, if you ever find yourself wanting to come out to the northwest area for like BSF or something, you got a place to stay over here. So, if that'd that's, be awesome. Uh, yeah, if that's uh, if that's a concern, definitely. Anytime you want to roll around Portland, just let me know. I will get something set up. I don't have an extra bed, do I? I got a couch or a inflatable mattress. <laughs> so as long that as you're cool fine. with those, <laughs> yeah,
0: we're we're pretty easy over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's that golf life. So I've actually exactly kind of been thinking about this, like just what you just touched on, like it's a like. W- well, okay let me back up uh i went out for a beer last night with my wife Erin, and um i'm trying to play a few bigger tournaments this year and i'm kind of like like thinking like what are my goals for disc golf because if my goals are money staying local is like the way to go 100 mm-hmm. like unless you're like 10 25 plus it is so hard to make money on tour um with all the travel costs and everything. And I kind of have landed on like a little bit more of a mix. I kind of want to go see what the pro tour is all about these days. It's been a few years and it looks so epic now, but That's I
2: have amazing. the
0: same, I have the same problem. It's like, I could just uh, stay in the mountains and place pretty well and not pay for travel and play in the mountains, which is awesome.
3: right? i'd mean, i love to do it but like i also have these standards of eating and stuff you know like i like eating (laughs) steak at least a couple times a week i'm not going to be able to do that on a disc golfer salary at least at my level right now
2: (laughs) yeah but i've always uh, told
3: myself though if i start you know just consistently shooting 1040 golf i'm going
0: yeah Uh, i think i gotta prove that to myself i'm kind of going a little bit this year just to try it it.
3: nice i'm so stoked in worlds right oh yeah 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 oh at this at our elevation and it's only like yeah. four hours from my house like i'm gonna come to, go down there a few times during the summer and practice those courses yeah it's gonna be great yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah i'm uh i actually just got done planning a trip out that way at the over memorial day so i'm finally gonna oh, nice. I've been down there a couple times and played some of the shorter courses. Like, I think, uh, Edora, I think I've played, maybe? hmm Um, which is fairly short. Was And I can't remember if that's even a full 18 at Edora.
0: Edora's full.
1: okay. Yeah, I think I've played mm-hmm. there before, and a couple other random nine holes are close going, in the cities. Going out for
0: some mountain adventures. Yeah,
1: yeah, finally hitting the mountain golf, so... Um, I think, um, bear is a bear mountain bear, mm-hmm. something bear. Yeah. yeah. Bear mountain.
0: That's the sweet one. Yeah.
1: So I think Bailey. I'm going to hit that play one. Bailey. Bailey, Yeah. yeah Bailey. I think that was the other right one.
2: Okay.
3: Such a bomber course. Amazing oh, yeah. tee pads. I mean, there's, it's probably my favorite in Colorado.
1: Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, my brother lives out that way and he hasn't been playing for super long, but he's starting to, you know, hit. You know, three hundred feet or so of distance. So, I think hopefully he'll have a good time too. <laughs> oh yeah. So, and then I heard there's some private courses out there that you gotta kind of like know a guy that knows a guy to get I think into. Bear is
0: private. If I'm,
3: is that right, JC? I think so. Yeah, yeah.
0: there's like there's it's like private. ten courses within a half an hour of Bear that are all private. They're all sweet. I mean, they're some of them are quirky and you wouldn't want to play a tournament there, but they're fun. Like, like baskets are wedged between like broken rocks and
2: <laughs> it's just sick. like
0: hardcore. Uh, But I think he, it's I mean, yeah, let, let, uh, let me know. Let Austin know. We'll get you on. No problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I talked to Brubeck and he said, play Bear yeah. and Bailey and there's a bunch of other courses and he can get me on to them so luckily i think yeah. i got the hookup yeah, <laughs> especially yeah, with yeah, all yeah. you guys out there so Another guys i'll definitely have to catch around with you guys while i'm out there so yeah absolutely so yeah. um so yeah i'm pretty stoked finally see what all this mountain golf talk is is all about
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah man <laughs> so better learn how to control them nose angles <laughs> yeah i'm
1: uh i'm excited to see my flippy discs just turn into super overstable monsters <laughs> yeah, at <also> elevation. <laughs> <laughs> so I might have to throw, throw some random, like, flippy discs in my bag, like some DDXs and, you know, beat-up Enigmas and stuff, so.
0: Yeah, that's a wise choice. Yeah, so
1: we'll see. <laughs> I'll have to learn my bag for the first couple of days, but after that, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah man. Um I was actually I've been doing my same stuff lately, but yeah, I've, I've been planning that trip so I been super excited about that. I actually signed up for my first tournament which is going to be in what is that in 3 weeks? Yeah, in 3 weeks. So that'll be interesting. Um I usually play advanced and I think my rating is a lot lower than it than it really should be um, just because I don't play. I haven't played tournaments, and I feel like mm-hmm. my skill level has honestly gotten way better since I last tried to improve my rating. So I'm hoping to get myself around like the 930, 950. If I, if I hit 950, I'll be super excited, but if I can get 930... I'll be pretty stoked. So been actually nice. practice putting lately, which
0: nice is new. <laughs> <laughs> was it in a blizzard?
3: Yeah. After Vegas and Phoenix, I decided practice putting was a necessity. <laughs> it's like, okay not to practice when you're on, but things aren't going well. It's like all right.
1: It's time. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been telling these guys over the last few podcast episodes that I've been trying to stop being in my head so much about putting and just kind of flow with it and so now that I'm starting to practice putt again I'm realizing I have to practice putt in that same way so Mm -hmm. I've gone from you know like I'll miss and usually it's like oh my posture wasn't up or something like that but now I'm just trying to just throw the putters at the basket and just really not think about anything and just throw like five putts, go pick them up, throw five putts and just not think at all. And hopefully that practice will pay off. We'll see.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't... Have you read any Bob Rotella?
1: Uh, no. Huh?
3: So he's like, he has like a golf psychologist and he has some amazing books. Uh, one of them is called putting out of your mind. And it talks about a lot of stuff you're talking about, like giving up control to gain control, and all this stuff. And it's really helpful. Interesting. I recommend that to anybody.
1: Y'all have to figure out what the name of the author was. There was a he was a ball golf, um, sports psychologist, and he helped. Um, oh man, I'm going into ball golf, so I can't remember names. But he he's <laughs> helped quite a few different people with their game and um that's Probably the only the one I've, guy. I've read it yeah it was um like mastering it play to
3: play great
1: no it was like mastering the mental game or something like that or i don't know i'll figure it out but yeah i'm definitely down actually what sorry what was the name of that again so i can write it down actually
3: uh, putting out of your mind by bob rotella
1: yeah, I'll definitely check that out cuz anything anything to help really.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, it's so easy to like overanalyze when you practice putt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then that friend, just bleeds right into while I'm playing rounds
0: too. So Yeah, I I when I do practice putt, I try to well honestly, JC is one of the people that convinced me not to practice putt so much. Uh he <laughs> It was always like if your putt's on don't practice and i kind <laughs> of mess it up i kind of <laughs> started doing that and it kind of started working so i don't like i've said it before i just don't practice putt anymore like unless it's feeling weird um because I'll do the same thing. I'll just get in my head of like, oh, I want to flick my wrist like this or release my hand like that or stand with this leg and 60% of weight and you just fuck everything up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but I, I like when I do practice putts, just like if you want to work on something, you can do that like, okay, I'm going to focus on my wrist or whatever. And then like at the end of your session, just be like, okay, this is tournament mode turn your mind off and play like you would in a tournament and just let your, whatever you've been doing, do what you're doing, you know? Right. Right. And that, that kind of helps to break that cycle of you're always thinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if it, if it pays off, but it, it's feeling pretty good lately. So, so I'm excited about that. It feels like progress. It was kind of funny though. Three weeks. Uh Yeah. Yep. That's nice. So, yep and then um focusing mostly on just like tempo with my actual throws like i feel like for some reason my tempo gets off so anyways that's that's a whole different story but it was kind of funny so, um <laughs> this is a random topic i wanted to run by you cuz there's always okay I'll, I'll i'll go back yesterday i went and played and i had no obligations didn't have to be anywhere. So played a bunch of golf and went back to the, to the practice basket. Cause you know, I'm trying to get my putt into, you know, a level of consistency before the tournament. And so I'm sitting there and I'm practice putting and there's like randomly like three or four different putters, like come from like super far away into the practice screen. Mm-hmm. And then There's always that awkward when there's any more than, like, two people at a practice basket of, like, you're trying to putt at a different speed than the other person, and then you're, like, you know, like, I'm only throwing two putters, and they're throwing, like, four putters, so then it's, like, do I throw two and then just go grab mine before they finish, (laughs) or do you, you, like, stand there and wait for them to finish and then go up? but then that it's also cool. COVID. So you aren't supposed to be near each other. So like
3: the world yeah. I live in, man, like I, I only practice with one putter.
0: Yeah. Oh. He
2: does. You
0: know, and then yeah. he just stands oh, around. It kind of irritates
3: head. people. Yeah. Just stand <laughs> around and watch.
0: Yeah. Sometimes I'll like just run in there, lose. you know, take a
3: few discs to the side of the face. You know, sometimes you got to get that <laughs> practice in.
0: I feel like two putters is socially the standard.
3: Yeah, it is. It is like three. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Four. Uh, no, you no. bust out, out four out. or five. It's like, get out of here. <laughs> you Wonder better part. be a fast putter then.
1: Yeah. Or it's <laughs> just like, you know what? I'm just going to do my own thing at my pace and you figure out your stuff around my rhythm.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Four.
3: Just, just I'll go to a tree too many yeah. people to basket i'll just go throw it a tree for a minute oh, i don't got time for this
2: <laughs> yeah if someone yeah.
3: comes and takes my tree though then i'm gonna really be mad
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the yeah, yeah so i don't i don't know if there's any
1: os to the face for sure <laughs> yeah that's uh that's rough <laughs> yeah so i don't i don't think there's any uh there's any good conclusion to that but i just i just wanted to share that feeling with with everyone because i feel like everybody feels it and it's such an awkward social interaction most of the time but nobody talks about it ever it's like two putters that's the standard don't be that guy two putters or put one slow or three fast those are your those are your choices (laughs) (laughs) oh man but um yeah so so stuff's going good um also been watching uh, a bit of disc
0: golf coverage oh, it's been good
1: yeah had some hot it's so fire good. at waco
0: yeah it, uh, the future of disc golf is now it's so enjoyable to watch
1: yeah for sure it really seems like old school versus. i mean i guess it's not really old school because like ricky and paul they're not old and they're I would hazard a guess to say they could make their game better than it's ever been. Like they still have that potential. So they're not old, I would say in that regard for sure. But we'll say the old guard versus what's coming to be the new guard. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, Cause like Calvin, you know, even sometimes I forget how young Eagle is. You know, just because he's had so much success in the last couple years. Dude, yeah. So, I keep forgetting that he's basically still, he's not an up-and-comer. He's an up-and-already-came, but still up-up-something.
0: Yeah. I don't know how to... <laughs> he's
1: a I don't
3: prod- know <laughs> where his ceiling is. Yeah, he's
0: a prodigy. He could yeah. be 1070. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Um, On the FBO side, too. I mean... Did. Yeah. Kona winning. That's huge.
3: By 12. Her game is looking great. Yeah. yeah. She... Side arms looking nasty. Looking like some distance on the backhand and then making putts. Yeah. yeah. Her, right? putt was putts, crazy.
0: Her putt looks funky, but it's working. Yeah. I mean, it was it, she was nailing them. Yeah. If you're confident, it doesn't matter what I, I hate giving lessons on putting because it's like, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, just make it in the basket. Yeah, All
3: right. It's how you think, not what you yeah.
0: do. Like Ron Russell, he she she reminds me of Ron Russell. How he she kind of like it's not quite as extreme, but she's like, looks like she's throwing a drive and then puts it, but it's going in.
1: Yeah, which is kind of interesting because she's of SoCal origin, um, but she kind of like we've talked about it before. You mountain golfers kind of have that like really throwy putt style or it's more common around there just because of the altitude and
0: well, she's from Denver.
1: Oh, okay. I was thinking she was from SoCal. She just lived down there for a while, I guess.
0: I actually, okay. Funny, funny story. Let me bring it up. So I'm not wrong. Uh, (laughs) I played with her. I I camped with her when she was like, Eight years old, I think, two thousand six, and she shot a one thirty-seven rated round. I have no 137? idea
3: what that... one, one thirty-seven. Like, what? What do you get if you get par plus four on every goal
0: She got. She shot one hundred and twenty. One hundred and twenty. Okay. And then the next round, she shot one hundred and twenty-nine. <laughs>
1: I have no idea in terms of youth golf like what rating is
0: good that's not good Okay, (laughs) I would venture a guess that she might have the greatest rating disparity between lowest and highest of all time
1: (laughs) I actually that would be interesting that would be interesting
0: to know she shot a 1021 so 900 points difference
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I guess that's true that's (laughs)
3: <laughs> That's incredible.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just complete sidetrack, but I looked that up the other day and I found that so interesting. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's probably a bit weird of me to mention, but, well, maybe not. But, I feel like she's getting like way more like jacked too, like in all I all heard, the heard media.
2: Working out a lot.
1: Oh, okay, that must be yeah. that must be it. <clears throat> Doing the disc golf strong stuff, I would, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, I think I know they mentioned like going to the gym all winter. So.
1: Oh, okay. All right. I'm glad I'm not just being weird then, because. Weird. Yeah, I looked at some pictures of her throwing, um, just from the the media coverage. By the way, if you guys aren't checking out the disc golf pro tour and yeah, it's all that 10 like the. A month, or five yeah. if
0: you have a PDJ membership, just do it. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. And go check it's out good. the
1: pictures too. They take really amazing pictures. Great pictures. Yeah. And I feel like nobody, well, maybe people do check them out. And I'm just, I think I'm special. But if you haven't sounds go, like I've
3: been checking out the Kona pictures. Uh, well,
1: hey.
0: <laughs> I've been checking out them Israel <laughs> Hold pictures. Hey. Beans,
1: my guy. Who, who hasn't?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Speaking of guns,
3: anyway. Yep. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs>
1: But yeah, it's that's cool. I'm I'm glad to hear they're they're getting all trained up and everything. I saw an Instagram post by Colton saying he did you know, he was expecting a lot better being the former, you know, the reigning champion at the time. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Unfair Which, expectations.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I never want to go into a tournament with that. Like, oh man, I gotta yeah. be that
0: good. Even Eagle, <laughs> he put out a vlog today, I think, saying the same thing. Like He's like, I was putting too much pressure on myself. Highest traded player in the world and Yep. You know?
1: Yeah, that's a thing that play. happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twenty two years
0: or something like that. Yeah. Twenty one. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And then I was also seeing on the same kind of subject of just comeback type stuff. Um, I was seeing because you know obviously Nico won. Congrats to him, but it's the first time in like seven years that he's won a major with Paul and Ricky present. Apparently, it's been like seven years. So are um, they
0: not at the preserve? Awesome for him. I I guess not. Paul Um, maybe wasn't actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because he he's won some with them individually there, but not with them both. Interesting stat. Yeah, so I mean that's that's pretty huge. And Nico, you know, he's always in the running.
2: Yeah, he's, he's always, always there.
1: on either lead or second card at some point in in a major. You can expect to be able to watch him play.
2: Yep.
0: And so, yeah, good for good I for
1: him. Talk
3: about unique styles. love how he just forces over super overstable This it's fun to watch
0: Nobody else in the world throws Anheusers as much as Nico (laughs) Yeah
3: Except maybe Sully
0: Yeah well Sully but (laughs) (laughs) True Uh, Oh
1: man Yeah yeah. or like some lefties or something
0: Yeah It was cool to see Nico and Kale battle Like two just Staples of our sport for like 15 years
1: Yeah yeah, I felt, like, um, I felt like Kale wasn't – it was kind of interesting because I felt like Kale wasn't doing anything super crazy highlight-worthy. Like he had a couple of approaches that were where you had to kind of scramble approach and he made it work. Dude, that's but I felt like Kale he was just does. playing like super solid golf. You know what I mean? That's
0: that's what Kale does. He has the record for the longest cashing streak. Yeah. For a reason.
3: Just, yeah. It's like, he's a it, real cerebral golfer with a lot of accuracy. Yeah. Dr. Yeah.
0: Smooth. Is that what they were calling him on the broadcast? Yeah. <laughs> Which couldn't be more accurate. I mean, yeah, it's however. true.
1: Yeah. I, I, uh, that whole like left arm situation he's got going on, like the pacing that I was talking about, like pacing and timing and stuff. Mm -hmm. he's he's the person that i am like trying to emulate to get like that timing down and just coordinating you know timing for sure like just he's
0: everyone should try to emulate kale yeah
1: (laughs) and then i'm trying to remember who it was that was just like crushing it and it was like just look absolutely effortless maybe it was was it wasn't oh, Emerson? Was it
0: Gavin? Um, yes, yeah, Gavin
3: impressed me with his distance. Holy yeah. cow!
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. that was his. Distance Emerson, was
3: impressive. It... Mustache needs a little work, though.
0: Dude, his look <laughs> is. Unique. I think, you know,
3: I'll five or six that. years that's gonna fill in nicely, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta have a unique look on tour, you know.
3: Yeah, no, for you're sure. not
0: wrong.
1: I mean, you know, I was feeling the the Colton Dale
0: Earnhardt vibes yeah, you know maybe so. gavin and colton need to start hanging out more we, yeah never, never mind i'm not gonna finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what is the what is the ymca uh band what is that yes
0: yes i, I know like, what you're talking about i don't yeah. remember though
1: it needs
3: village to people the yes the village people. people uncultured swine
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'll take that that's deserved <laughs>
2: Yeah, we definitely oh, well. we need
1: a we need a disc golf village people for sure. Yeah, I feel like that yeah, needs to happen. Like <laughs> um, Haley King, I was uh, watching some of her round as well. Dude, her putt is so nasty. Every time I watch her, it's so clean and yeah. direct. Her whole oh, oh, plenty dude. of
3: pop on it. It's really impressive she's kind you of don't see that high velocity putt
0: yeah she's kind of been off this year though so far
1: i mean like, she had a she had a couple big putts um forget what hole it is but um she had kind of an uphiller out of the brush and just slammed it crazy she
0: she reminds me of like the eagle of the fpo that's
1: that's what I was going to ask is doesn't, if she <laughs> right, reminds you right. of Eagle
0: hundred um, percent. Yeah. Like she, she has all the tools, all the power just yeah, dialing I'm, it in.
1: And I'm wondering if the velocity thing, because that's how Eagle was as well. I mean, Eagle still putts fast, but I feel like he's found a little bit more control. Like,
0: yeah, he's, he can mix he's, up his putt better than most pros, I think. Yeah. yeah,
3: he can laser it through a wind or he can loft it through a wind. It's, it seems comfortable doing both of them.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: So I'm wondering if eventually she's going to start finding that balance too, like not having to push it so much and just rely on the glide and the spin with how smooth she is that she doesn't need to putt that fast, you know?
0: Yeah, her putt reminds me of Barella where mm. when it's on it is on but when it's off you got a lot of 30-foot comebackers
1: yeah that's true and i mean that's how eagle was for a really you, yeah, long for time sure. too yeah and so- i mean simon
0: yeah i mean a lot of the top players putt hard it's yeah. just kind of the... sure yeah you got to be confident um, mm-hmm.
3: especially with the new baskets you not know, a mock X or something, man. I throw it as hard as I can at that thing. For
2: sure, <laughs> I
0: feel like Edora fixed my putt because we put in mock X's and I couldn't putt. Excuse my language, like a little bitch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I started putting with some pace, and now I consider myself a pretty decent putter.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, what do you guys think of those uh, those those disc golf pro tour? Those prodigy baskets. I don't know if I, I don't like, have I any like of those prodigy, prodigy baskets. Of course, is by me. I've put it yeah, on me a, neither.
3: I
0: not They feel good to me. Yeah, they just. They just look say weird. I not
3: played on them enough to have a solid review yet. Yeah, fair they enough. They
0: felt like a mix between a disc catcher and a mock X. Like, they weren't as heavy as a mock X, but they had that cross chain where you didn't worry about spits through.
1: Yeah, because they got that that center yeah that center like horizontal chain and then the outside chains are kind of loose
0: yeah i i I like them but i've i've only used them a couple times as well Hmm. interesting
1: yeah we'll we'll see i i always wonder if one day they'll eventually just switch to a recommended number of chains and like you know pretty sweet Width per chain or number of chains or something like a standard for.
0: I could see it maybe for like pro tours, but it, it would, I don't, I don't know if it'll ever happen for like. like I kind of think of
3: it like in, in ball golf, like when you have different greens, like some greens are super slow. Some greens are super fast. So you got to change your pace. Maybe having different baskets, like gives favors mm-hmm. to different putting styles. So it kind of adds another element to the game. Yeah, yeah. To play devil's advocate,
2: yeah, no, I can yeah,
0: that for sure. I know Paul's spoken about that before. Like, don't put so hard, you <laughs> dork.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I've seen some. I I don't know if we've t- talked about this before, but I've seen some. Definitely seen some clips of of high level pros complaining about baskets.
2: So. <laughs> I I'm definitely not in that
1: camp necessarily, but I'm just (laughs) curious to see as the sport gets more and more regulation and standards and stuff like that. If, if we're not going to see at least as much variance as we see now, you know?
3: Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think that's probably the direction it's going.
1: Yeah. So interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, again, congrats to Nico and Kona. Great job, dude. Actually, one thing I wanted to mention that I don't know if uh everybody just realized by watching the coverage, but I'm wondering if Kona with how hot she was playing in the final round, the lead card, nobody kept their positions on the lead oh, card. Yeah. I think one of the one person on the lead card went from I think maybe third to fourth or second to fourth but then everybody else went like way down playing with her so like yeah i wonder at a certain point if she was just crushing so hard that like it was hard for them to find their bearings like is that something that happens to you guys like at all like when somebody's just killing it and there's just no chance you're gonna catch up like is it hard to like find your own pace at that point
3: I'm going to say that Tyler and I have a pretty a lot of, a lot of experience with this <laughs> playing in Colorado and having to deal with Joe Revere and Eagle McMahon. Sometimes you're down by 15, you know?
0: Yeah, no, it happens. Honestly, Joe Revere. Well, it's been a while since Eagle's been whooping me, but hey, Joe I still does, remember
3: though. Joe does it regularly.
0: <laughs> the only time I can really remember like, letting my round go to crap and just watching was when Joe last year, I think he started out with five pars in a row and he was already down by four and then he birdied, he birdied out. He birdied (laughs) 14 in a row and then went into a playoff and birdied the next four.
3: What an animal. Oh, that's right. He took out Gossage.
0: Yeah, like and that was one of the only times I can really remember just being like, I don't even care what I'm doing. I'm just here, like I'm just witnessing. And I <laughs> witnessing I even, history. I even went up to Joe, and Joe and I are friends. Like, there's no, I I, I, wa- I walked up to him and I was like, Joe, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Normally, I don't root for you. Period. You have enough wins, but holy cow, you earned it today, bud. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> is nuts. I, I've never pulled. Cause that's her. a
3: hard course too. Like yeah. those are not, none of those are easy holes.
0: No, it's dumb. It was so dumb. And it was like
3: <laughs> 40 degrees
0: and not nice and windy. And yeah. So to answer your question, yes, that does happen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, maybe it's just me putting on my tinfoil hat, but I was just like, man, it just seems it like is.
0: that is kind
3: of weird though. Yeah. I, I just think she's just that much better than everybody that weekend.
0: Yeah, she certainly was. Yeah, fair no, enough like build it.
1: I mean, yeah, she was she was like start to finish crushing crushing it. It wasn't like she came from behind or like, you know, how to get a round and a half or something like that. It was just
0: consistent. So Yeah, I mean she so, went yeah. hot round, hot round, and they were substantial hot rounds. Were, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I think I forget what um how much she ended up taking it by. She won like by 11, 12. 12 strokes.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. So she went thousand four thousand ten nine seventy six.
1: Oh yeah. 12, 12 strokes. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Just one of the, I mean, I remember they were talking about it. I don't think it was quite the biggest win ever in disc golf, uh, pro tour history, but it was like one stroke behind it or two strokes behind the biggest win ever. Hmm. The big, biggest margin.
1: I wonder if Paige page. It has was Cat, actually.
0: Oh, interesting. Uh, well, and not I don't, I don't, super surprising either. I don't either. where, but I remember them saying that.
1: Yeah, and I think... But for the tournament, I thought I saw... I thought I saw a t- stat that was saying it was one of the biggest separations in the tournament's history or something like that. Yeah. Um, man, I can't figure out what it was. Yeah, I think... Oh, no, yeah, I mean- uh, lowest cumulative score by an FPO player at Waco in Disc Golf Pro Tour history.
0: Yeah, yeah, she was just, just feeling it.
1: So, <laughs> best best FPO round in, in history on the course. So, hey, <laughs> if that doesn't win you the tournament, I don't know what will.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should be pretty set after that. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy.
1: Um, speaking of FPO, Paige recently getting some some love from espn getting this this huge uh article like super in-depth article if you guys haven't um or sports illustrated sorry um yeah really cool article yeah, Just,
2: i read that yeah
1: and it talks about her upcoming and kind of her place in the disc golf um scene and um talks about like just how dominant of an athlete she is and um kind of. her. Yeah. I think they COVID. even claimed
3: that she may be the most dominant female athlete of current times, like in any sport.
1: Yeah. I mean, you I can definitely hard see that. Argue that.
3: Yeah. I wonder. Right? Um, Maybe that with that chicken MMA though, she's just been wiping the floor with it. <laughs> it was, what was that? what's that? Nunez. Man. yeah, I have no
1: idea. I'm I so... wouldn't. I wouldn't would fight her ready. with
3: a baseball bat. Like I would, unless I had like a machete or a gun. I am running
0: real fast. <laughs> even then, that was, that was, yeah.
1: Even then, you know, speed baby, kills. I better get lucky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, just just really cool to see see her getting pushed out there even more. I thought it was really cool because she also had that video i'm trying to remember if it was discraft that did that video for her um like the documentary style yeah the documentary style one yeah she was, had that video that was that was super that popular might jomez, actually. Ah, actually actually yeah i, I think know. you're right i think it was jomez um like why is Paige pierce so hard to beat i think was the yeah. name of the video
0: because she throws it. A- Five hundred feet, and parts <laughs> well, and approaches well, and has a good head, and she's just better.
1: Yeah, she's just better, <laughs> just better human.
3: It's crazy. Yeah, I was rated by the end of the year. You think?
0: I don't know. She's gonna have to pick it up. Yeah, what was, she, was,
1: <laughs> she was. She was at what nine ninety eight or something like that. Um,
0: I think it was, I she was super she, close. She, I don't, I don't know if she's that close.
1: I thought she was in the 990s. I thought I remember I think seeing her in post.
3: the 990s. I think she was 994, and then I think she went up to 996.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe that was oh it. Oh, my God. You're right. She's 996 right now.
3: Yeah, yeah, I know that because I am 997. and Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just holding on.
2: Dude,
0: <laughs> I remember when I passed Val. She was the top rated woman when I was in that area, and it was like 975. Mm hmm. And I was like, yes, I did it. <laughs> I remember
2: watching I a video a
0: long time ago.
1: Yeah, that that, uh, that was that's like pages. One of her top goals just of life yeah. is to be the first thousand rated female disc golf player. So she's yeah, on the road. She's on the nutty. road there. Nutty. I think she hits it. Well, Honestly, there's no doubt in my mind that she hits it, to be honest. Yeah.
0: I think you're probably right.
1: So, yeah, I, I think it'd be really cool because I think I was speculating after after seeing this article, if Paige isn't, like a lot of people made a big deal about Brody getting into disc golf because of the exposure, right? Mm-hmm. But as far as an athlete to get people who are just not interested in disc sports at all, And just being able to share, you know, somebody's life story or, you know, just as a role role model or ambassador, I guess I would say. I think Paige is like a really, really solid face of disc golf um, contender for just like number one, like the face of disc golf. Because and I don't know, maybe I'm just, you know, just a toxic male and i didn't think about it that way before because i always figured you know paul um for some reason i just didn't really think of ricky in that in that particular way just because he seems a little bit more shy um but even like eagle or simon i'm like okay like they can be this but i know something about Paige, like just her story and her game and how dominant of a player she is yeah it just kind of stuck out to me and interesting, yeah, interesting to see
0: we're in an interesting time i mean i'm looking at the pdj site right now and it's paul and Paige standing next to each other and they were pretty I lucky heard. to have those ambassadors yeah for sure happened to be the goats i yep. mean i i don't think there's any question about either one of them being the goat yeah um yeah i think we're we're lucky to not have you know some somebody lesser on on the MPO or FPO side. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely changing um the face of disc golf changes for sure. Um so yeah, just just thought that was really cool, kind of deserved a a shout out. And then one last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about ultiworld. This is a little bit of old news because I guess they started making this uh, tracker. Uh, I forget what they call it—the prediction, 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 and model, model updates. Yeah. I guess. So they're basically I factoring love, in just, now. It's... Yeah, they're they're factoring in now people's strengths and weaknesses, and it's kind of interesting to see, like, if we're gonna start going into like a almost like a moneyball situation of being able to like calculate player's effectiveness in different courses and situations and um seeing if that starts translating into like fantasy disc golf and stuff like that just thinking of all the different possibilities that that can arise
0: um I mean I think it's completely reasonable I'm looking at it personally right now. Like, I just signed up for the preserve, just bought plane tickets. It's a big open course. I throw pretty far. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play the preserve. And then I looked at Delaware, which is the Iron Hill course. And I'm like, hmm, that would be fun. But, ooh, I don't know if that would be my best course. (laughs) (laughs) I don't play in the woods. We don't have woods in Colorado. I'm thinking the uh, ulti world stat tracker would not put me very high at that course
1: <laughs> yeah Um so I, I just think that's cool I think it's cool that they're they're pushing the the science of disc golf a little bit further you know and yeah, as we get more sweet. yeah and as we get more technology I'm kind of wondering if there's going to be even more stuff for you know brands and manufacturers to start considering when they going to look at sponsoring players because um, you know we've seen things like the um the dismania, the combine events that they do you know so you can just show up and they do you know all these skill challenges and stuff to check out players and put them side by side i'm kind of yeah, wondering I, if we, we start getting like tracking devices you know like bracelets or you know, like video tracking of of form and velocity across the different body motions and stuff like that to start calculating. You know what people are good at or bad at. Like,
0: for sure,
3: we're going I mean, into it, the future. Just many. I was. I'm. I'm looking at their predictions here, and they uh, did real bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like, honestly, I feel like Waco. <laughs> Waco is one of the hardest to predict. That's true because it's a, it's. I think it's how every ideal disc golf course should be: nine wooded, nine open. What do you got? Absolutely. Yeah, and I don't,
1: I don't think this took into effect or into consideration like wind. I'm wondering if that's something that they're they're factoring in. Ooh, that should be we should, especially especially for that
0: course. Get in touch with Ulti World.
3: Yeah. yeah so you never know like someone might be a mutter like Devin owens mutter it's a muddy course he's gonna shoot at least 10 strokes better
0: <laughs> he's like cj anderson yeah,
3: exactly <laughs> or Lashawn mccoy like you just know man it's like bad no. conditions you better put the money on him yeah i like that yeah, man. i like the mutter
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm always just excited when there's any kind of have any you kind guys, of progress in the game you have
0: know you guys been looking at the strokes gained from you disk uh yes. no
2: huh? Casey, I know <laughs>
0: don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> uh so they they, uh, they added a stat for this year that strokes gained and it's breaks it down into four categories and it's uh t to green I'm uh, I'm not looking at it I'm just going off the top of my head But T to green, circle one Circle two and then something else Scramble or something like that Okay And they pretty much tell you Where you're getting your strokes on the field Like Eagle McMahon at uh, Vegas was like Plus nine From T to green He He gained nine strokes on the field With his driving and then he was also like plus 5 with his putting cuz he dominated
1: <laughs> because also but, that.
0: But it's interesting to yeah. see you know the players that well, you 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 get to really look at where people struggled.
3: Yeah. It's like uh I was actually in first place in green circle 1 green and regulation at, at in Vegas for the first 2 and 17 18s rounds. Yeah. And finished 5th uh in that. Yep. Uh, but uh putting stats, on the other hand, tell a different story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I texted JC and was like, just so you know.
3: Like I know, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yo, it have to... Like, oh yeah, look at that. Top five and driving hundred and thirteenth in putting. Goodness.
1: <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I'll I'll have to check that out because I'm uh I used to be a fantasy baseball guy, I guess you could say. For I've taken the last couple years off, but I used to be, you know, pretty hardcore on just stats and stuff like that. So anything that can scratch that itch for me in disc golf is I'm definitely going to check it out. So I'll I'll, t- I'll definitely have to take a look. I'm yeah, sure it's
0: good, it's good stuff. Yeah, for sure.
1: Very nice. All right. Well, um, I think that's about all I had for you guys uh, today. Any closing remarks? Anything you guys want to shout out before before we get off of here? Actually, JC, you mentioned you have a you have a YouTube, right? What what that? What's your channel?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. My channel is Thumbfire.
1: <laughs> all right. Sick. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> easy to remember.
3: Easy Sick. to remember.
1: Yeah. So definitely go. Go show him some love. Um, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Tyler, anything going on with you that you want to refer no. people to?
0: I'll see you in two weeks.
3: All right. Oh, uh, <laughs> I should actually give a shout-out to uh, Big Cat Disc Golf. Um, I just picked them up as a sponsor, and they are awesome. I've got an online store and then an in-person store in Minnesota. Oh,
1: okay. Very cool. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll go check that out. Any... I always am looking for more vendors online because you know, I like go to get the latest Discmania drop. First place I go is Discmania and then if they're sold out, then I have like, you know, then you go to Infinite, then you You're go like, to Sun King, then you go something. to Twenty Twenty, and then you know. <laughs> right. Well, so yeah, yeah, these, hit this one out. Yeah, any hit of these these uh these other websites where I can check for inventory, I feel like people would appreciate so. Yeah, definitely go check.
3: I have a promo code too. So enter thumb bar, you get 12% off. Ooh,
1: hey, I'm using that. Ooh, that's spicy. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: (laughs) Heck yeah. All right. Sick. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. And um, we will catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Thanks for
3: having us.